0: Hi, and welcome to the Toro Show here on the 3rd of April, 2020. Hey, everybody. I know it's been a rough time and I haven't been around in a while, but I'm here live straight from the nation's capital. And I just thought I'd get back into doing this um, as everybody is going through uh, tough times. And, uh, you know, there's only so much um, you can do about watching reruns of sports. And uh, it kind of gets on your nerves because you already know what's going to happen because you've seen it. 10 years ago and so forth of whatever year you're going back to. And, you know, you just have to hit the rerun button. And you're seeing that stuff, especially, of course, one of them was the Spurs uh, getting beat in the Miami Heat. But uh, there is some things, and I hope you guys are enjoying your family. Uh, this is a way to spend your time with it. I know that this is some times that are crazy and different. But, um, you know, uh, we've never seen something like this. Um, and it's it's really... Uh, a little bit different, um, the only time I can think of something that happened uh this bad is uh, probably 9-11 when I was in college at that point. But I hope everybody 's getting along getting getting moving and trying to keep active but um as we move along with the show here, I just wanted to really just kind of get into some things, and i you know me and my opinion itself wants to talk about you know some of the things that you know are going on in the sports world, even though there 's no sports and it 's driving us nuts including myself. There's just some things that I see and and some things that I've been wanting to get out on in some certain situations um with um sports in general. Well today I, I, I kinda wanna hit on, you know, the Tom Brady uh deal and how that, that has changed the, the NFL a little bit and the way people are seeing a couple of things moving um in certain direction um with him, but I have my take on it and what I feel um that he did what he did and why he did it. Um, we're going to look at, at that and, and really into depth um, as to why I think that this is what's going on and then what I see in the future for what he did um, and where he's going. Um, but to just hit on it really quickly Tom Brady. Uh, nobody saw it coming. You know, 20 years in the NFL, that is a, 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 a thing uh, that is not really uh, common. Um, if you look at Troy Aikman, he never made it past fifteen years. If you look at, you know, uh different quarterbacks, Dan Marinos, the stuff of that nature, they um couldn't even withstand playing past fifteen, seventeen years. Um and this is something that is, is just crazy. And you come back and you think, you know, he's going to get um how do I say it, uh fatter, out of shape, and whatnot. And it seems like Tom Brady just Whatever he's doing, he's with uh, sustaining the body of you know it, what it is to play. Now, does that take away the fact that is he going down as we speak? Well, of course. I mean, Drew Brees is as well if you want to compare those two because those are the two active quarterbacks that have played the longest, and they're still playing at least for another year that we know of as of right now. And you know, the only thing that gets better for him is the longer um, you know he keeps playing, people keep putting it oh you know he's not he's not where he needs to be but then he comes back and he has a year where you know he's decent better than the, the worst quarterback in the league so when you look at the decision that he made to move to Tampa Bay let's get started with why I feel he did it and there's only one thing that I can think of that he did it you get tired of the nonsense and what that nonsense is is Bill Belichick is probably the greatest coach, but my biggest thing is now what is going to be found is, is it Belichick or is it Tom Brady? And I think what he's trying to do is trying to take himself out of the picture so that he can sit there and say, okay, everyone says it's the system. I know I played 20 years here. I'm going to retire a Patriot no matter what. He's not going to retire a Buccaneer. Come on. He's not going to retire a Buccaneer. There is no way. But what happens is you've already won six titles here. You know what you can do. You know that there are certain things, and I'm going to hit on them as to why he made the move. Now, first things first, I do agree. Him and Belichick at the end of this thing, it was a a thing of, you know, it, it it gets to the point where okay, is this Belichick's team or is this Tom Brady's team? It's like the LeBron and whoever coaching is whoever is coaching coaching. What's going on? But let's face it, I'll face it. Tom Brady is the best quarterback we've ever seen. You don't win six titles, and I'm going to explain why you don't win six titles, out of nowhere. Okay, so. I really feel he was like, hey, I've been dealing with these guys for the longest time. One, they never gave him a wide receiver that was worth a hoot. They never gave him one that was worth a damn. They gave him Randy Moss a couple of years and couldn't keep him. they He's never had, he might have had a Wells Welker, but I believe Tom Brady made Wells Welker. The reason why he made Wes Welker and the reason why he's made Edelman is because he can throw the shorter passes more accurate. Tom Brady doesn't throw bombs down the field very much. And we all know that. And then they say, well, I question his arm strength. Okay, I'm going to get to the arm strength in a second. But my biggest thing is, They never really gave him anything more. So what happens is he sits there and he says, okay, well, they're giving me these older receivers. They're giving me these problematic receivers like Josh Gordon. Come on, the guy's been on drugs every single time. They give him another chance. Give me a break. So Tom Brady sits there and he's like, man, is anybody going to ever like give me? I'm the one declining here. Can you give me younger talent so that I can, you know, You just do what I need to do and and stay above water. And you see that in the New Orleans Saints. You know, they've got the Mike Thomas. They've got this. So they bring in these younger assets. But they kept not bringing in these assets for him. So you got to understand. You have the frustration with the whole Belichick thing. And it's my way, the highway. and, 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 And you only can do so much. So it's like, okay, cool. You know, what can I do? So I feel he moved to Tampa Bay. And I'm going to get to the reasons why in Tampa Bay it could work out. I think this could be a good thing. Okay. And those things are when he walks into the situation in Tampa compared to what he has in New England. Tampa Bay might have looked like garbage. Right. But you sit there and you say they had Jameis Winston. He threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. It's unacceptable. When you come into this new system under Bruce Arians, and Bruce Arians is a good coach now. Now, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to say, he's as—he's probably not as talented as Belichick, right? But the problem is, is you have to understand something. Bruce Arians was in the Colts organization when they had Tony Dungy. And they won that Super Bowl. And Peyton Manning went all the way to the Super Bowl and so forth. So this guy knows how to run an offense and is going to get... Tom Brady in the situation to be best for himself as well so it might be a systematical thing but now let's watch and say let's take the system out of it from New England and let's put him in this situation now the thing that's going to be crazy is this is probably going to be this Tampa team here is going to be good just with having Tom Brady in there you're gonna be good and here's the reason why you have Chris Goodwin, 1,333-yard receiver on one end. And you have another in Mike Evans out of Galveston, Texas, okay, Texas A&M Aggie, 1,113 yards. You have 2,000-yard receivers. Never has Tom Brady ever had this. Ever. Now here's the thing. If they can find a good running game and he has those two receivers, this could be a good match. Better than what he's doing over there, because this is what happened. The offense in New England was not doing very well. They started off 8-0, and everybody's sitting there saying this, and then all of a sudden it went downhill. People got hurt. There was no fill-in. They were trying to bring in all these old receivers, this, that, and the other thing, and it just didn't work. And Tom Brady, part of his decision was, if you're not going to bring me the talent, I'm going to the talent. I'm going to the talent. So there it is. And if they can get a good running back, either through the draft or get it through, you know, um, free agency, this is going to work. And then work on some pieces with being in the Tampa organization. Now, I'm going to tell you what I don't like is Saints have to see him two times. That's scary thought. Now, what I'm wanting to see is I'm ready to see him go under somebody else who is an offensive power and is a coach that kind of is decent. When Bruce Arians went to the Arizona, it, he, he, he did a wonderful job over there. He just couldn't get, you know, buy-in from the Cardinals organization to maybe get him those extra players he might have needed. And that could be the the the, the 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 missing piece for Tampa. But I'm going to say Tampa Bay is going to be better than what they were. Hands down. Hands down. And I know there's people that sit there and they say, oh, well, I'm just not, I'm not, you know, convinced about this. Him, he's going to ruin his career. What has he done to not ruin his career? He's already done enough. He doesn't, doesn't need anybody to tell him he's ruining his legacy. The legacy's already made. Now it's on him to do what he wants to do. And he said he wants to make younger talent better while he is declining in the situation. And Belichick didn't like it. And Belichick was the GM and Belichick was the head coach and nothing was going to happen. And we're not going to do this. And they didn't want to pay him the 35 million that he was wanting. And he said, I would take 25. And then they sat there and they dinked around and did all this stuff and, and, and didn't get him what he needed to do. And he said, you know what? Let me consult with my family. And here's my second point. You sit there and you say, okay, I've lived in Massachusetts for how long ever, 20 years of my life. I was born and raised in Michigan area. And you're moving along and you're doing the things that you do on a daily basis. Well, you sit there and you say, okay, I'm getting older. And I speak to this from my point of view, going into what he's probably thinking. Cold environments as you get older are not very good on bodies. When you get up there, it hurts your bones, it hurts your body. The warmer climate is just better. It's easier for you to get up. It's like oiling the joints and oiling them with grease. You get that sweatiness going and so forth. And as he's getting older, he sit there and he turned to his family and he said, 20 years, Massachusetts, New England Patriots, I'm a Patriot for life. Well, where can I go where I can go to the talent and put myself and my winning ways into another team And I really don't have anything to prove, but if I prove that I can win with the Buccaneers, I'll do it. So when the Buccaneers sat there and sought out him and said, hey, why don't you come over here? We will take you on for a one to two year contract. He sat there and turned to his family. His family was probably sitting there saying, you know what, Tom? I really don't think that I want to live in Massachusetts. It's too cold and we need to start looking at retirement for ourselves. And I speak from this and from my mind is me getting ready to retire in about three to four years. I sit there and I say the same thing. I'm ready to be done with a cold environment. It hurts my body. I want to wake up and I want to know that I'm going to have sun outside. I can go jump in a swimming pool. I don't have to wear 50 million clothes and I'm all clenched up from the cold. It was the time and I think the timing, the timing for him to be able to impress and and, and put his empowerment into younger kids and show them the ropes of what is needed to to be done moving along in his career and getting them up and rising. I think that was one. But I think the other part is, hey, it's time for us to think about where we're going to lay our roots and this is where it's going to be. It's going to be in Florida now. That is just something that, you know, you sit there and you try to think. I mean, I know there's not people running in and saying, when I get retired and I'm living in California, I want to go back to Massachusetts. That's where I want to retire. You do not see that. You rarely see it. I don't hear it. And I deal in the military with a whole bunch of different people. And I'm pretty sure that is the same for him. Will he still go up to Massachusetts and visit? Will he still be a legend there in, in New England? Absolutely. This is not taking anything away from that. But there comes a time when you sit there and you say, where do I want to lay my roots? More of retirement people live in the state of Florida than they do in Massachusetts or up north, period. Everything is somewhere in a warmer climate. Look up the numbers. It is not a joke. So when you sit there and you see that he's in a position with younger players at an older age, one, two, the location. The location is just what is right for him and his body and what his family probably wanted and knowing that. Now. The third thing that we can look at is this. If they get the right talent together and they can do this. If he can get them far into the playoffs and even win this thing. Out of probably him not even trying to do this. There's got to be something said for this man. Because it'll be someone who has done this that I have never seen be able to do it. Brett Favre almost did it. And that was almost take the Vikings to the Super Bowl. But he lost in the NFC Championship game. But being able to go to another team and be able to input himself, be the leader, but also bring people and empower them to be leaders as well and guide them to a championship. This is something that is going to be crazy. I, 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 will, I will tell you this right now. It'll be something that we've never heard of. It'll be something. That, and, and, and you know, Take LeBron out of the picture. LeBron had to go rob three championships and move over to Cleveland to do it. But where this guy's going is this guy's going from he was in the riches of the rich in New England. And now he's moving to a situation where Tampa Bay has been trash, garbage, whatever you want to call it. And now he's putting himself out there saying, I'm willing to move this and go try to end and, and put my my legend status on par with these other younger folks. And now you hear all across. You hear all across the the NFL, I want to go play with him. I want to go to Tampa Bay. I want to do this. I'll take less money. I'll go play with him. Because that is not what was allowed in New England. New England had to have the Billichick way. I want this player. This is what I'm going to do. This is how much I'm going to pay him. And when you have that much power, sometimes when your star player that has been your star player for 20 years is telling you something and you're not listening, well, they're going to leave. And that's what happened here. That's exactly what happened. Now, with that all being said, with that all being said, we won't know until it's played. We won't know until it's played. But mark my word, this has nothing to do with Tom Brady's status of a legend at all. He's a legend. He's a legend forever, okay? So when you look at this, I really think, in my honest opinion, I really think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to get in the playoffs and they could possibly make a deep run with the people that they have in the coaching staff that they have. So um, as we looked at this and, and, and the NFL and the way that it's going, he's also moving to the NFC where it's a little bit tougher. More teams are a little bit more gathered and not so separated. So that does take a factor into play as well. It's a little more gruesome playing more NFC teams than it was playing the AFC, and he was in a in a in a bracket that was a lot um, a weaker. You had the you know, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, and so forth in there. So you you sit there and you look around and 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 those things do play a factor in the way I think about it. But once you're a winner, you're always a winner. Um, and it might not work out, but these are the reasons, and this is why I saw that he did it. Some people were very upset, you know, he's ruining his legacy, he's doing, he's doing this because he, he, you know, he wants to prove something. No, he's not proving anything. He did it for reasons, and he's already said it. I want to be better for younger players, and two, I moved because of my family. And they wanted the warmer climate and the retired environment of 20 years already playing. Other things going on in the uh, sports world that are uh, just a little bit different is the basketball season's not playing. Everyone got stopped in the middle of it. You don't know whether LeBron and the AD was going to work out. Something that's going to be very interesting is to you know whether we're going to get to see this thing again. And it's it's one of those things where you know it's all up for grabs. I had the Bucks winning it all. I really did. They were struggling there at the 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 end of um, the whole coronavirus you know pandemic that was going on. And I just thought that they still had a better, well-rounded team, and I think Mark, uh, Mike Budenholzer um, was going to figure it out. Um, being under Pop a couple, a lot of those times, I think that he he's he's getting there. It took Pop a while to get into the status quo of being a championship coach because he was always under the hot seat. And now he's considered, you know, the the um, upper echelon coach nowadays. I mean, before you know, Popovich was in there. It used to be the you know the Pat Riley's, the 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 Phil Jacksons, and and all those other places, but but now I feel that Budenholzer, you know, going from Atlanta, having a winning season, just didn't have no back uh, backing with um, Atlanta. He's got more of a backing in Milwaukee, and 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 he goes in there and he's got two two sixty win seasons. Marky, right now he's got sixty wins already as we're in this pandemic. If it, if they even play again, and I just feel like they had the better, well rounded team. Uh the the Lakers had a had, have a great, great like starting team. But I just don't think that when it comes down to time of rest and stuff like that, I believe that LeBron, you know, going day in and day out every single day in a playoff scenario as old as he's been, yet he didn't look like he was getting tired. But a lot of times, you know, we saw when he played in San when he played against San Antonio, he did get winded. He was one of the ones that, you know, wasn't uh, hydrated well enough, and so forth, and then he collapsed in in the in the championship in two thousand fourteen. So you know, there's a lot of up in the air. I hope they get to play again, but I would still have the Bucks. But here's the thing that's going to happen with the NBA if it gets back up and running is you've had this major pause. It's like almost starting the season all over again. We're at almost thirty days that this has been going on, and you come to this freak pause. So now it's almost like everybody's going to have to get to know each other again and and, and get back on the same page. Um, it's almost like starting a season again within a season, and it's it's going to be different. And I, I I will tell you this from experience of being a basketball coach and playing you know back in my high school days is basketball is all about knowing the people that are on the court with you at the same time. That's why. There are certain um, rotations that the coach plays, is because they know what's going to work and know where the people are going to be with the five that are on there, defensively and offensively. So you know where the the, the player spots are and what you need to do in those times. So again, everyone's going to have to find that, and it's all about finding that rhythm, finding that work and that teamwork within the team. So every team's going to have a hard time uh, dealing with that. One of the things that I just throw up on the air, I just throw this out there, is I would really say, let's not even, you know, let's leave it where it's at, even if it gets later in the time. We're already in April. The playoffs should be starting, this this not this weekend, but the following weekend. We would have had the playoffs starting. So what if we just did the playoffs, but every team gets to make it? We know they're not going to win, but we have one play uh, 16, and then one play 16, and, 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 and we just move along with that. That way it gives everybody a fair chance to at least be able to make it through. But the problem is, is until we get down to the eight teams, it's a one and done, in other words, in this playoff game. So in other words, one plays 16, and that's just a one game playoff. Whoever wins, wins. And that's scary because the first place team could get knocked out. But the problem is, is this gives everybody a fair chance to be able to um, come, come forth and have a legitimate thing where... It wouldn't say, oh, if we played this season, you know, we could have made it in there and we could have been seed whatever and we could have won. We don't want that. I don't want to see that. Uh, but, you know, it would be coming. So I think everybody should be able to play in in the in the playoff until you get to the eight teams. Then you do it like you would for real. In other words, you would do your um, your uh, four out of seven and moving in, in the direction of the four out of sevens once you get down there. But it's one and one and done, one and done, one and done. And then you get to those brackets where it's 1-8, 1-8 and move forward um, with both sides and best may the best team win. That way it makes it fair for everybody. I I, I don't know if that's what something that you agree with, uh, but I I think it'd be fair and I think it would be something that the league should look into. Um but again it, it's gonna be about getting it started back up and uh, they can't even practice right now. So they're probably you know rusty as all will get out already. It's good rest for some people like the older players like your LeBron James's and players that have been in for quite a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving along with that stuff, I mean, that's where we're at with basketball and what I see. Um, you know, again, I had the Bucks winning it all again. And I said, man, they could probably play against the Lakers. But again, the West is so dominant and heavy, but, you know, it's, it's just um, something we would have to take in and, and, and do. Uh, this is a way that a, a sneaky team can get in if they play the season. And to me, right now, it's not looking too good for the season to even get going again. Moving on, we could talk a little bit about baseball. Baseball was supposed to have started this week. We would have had the opening season here, um, and I was looking very. I was looking. I was looking forward to it. I was um, here. I'm here in uh, Washington DC, and I was wanting to see the Nationals play. I've never been to their ballpark, and this is going to be an opportunity for me until the pandemic hit. You know, so it's one of those things. I, I love baseball to death, uh, but then again, I kind of look at it like it's a, a good thing. I am an Astros fan and I have been um, very upset um, in the last uh, couple weeks, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with them and how they, they you know, they cheated their way um, through a lot of stuff. And I'm not a believer in that ever, ever, ever. I believe in doing it the right way. And the way that they did that was horrible and just asinine, um, just just complete, complete filth. And um, but the thing is, I'm just a baseball fan in general. I love a lot of different um, uh, guys out there that play the game, and it's 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 just sad to see that we don't have a baseball season going through. And um, you know, uh, like I said, I was getting excited for it because I was gonna be able to go to another ballpark. I tell myself all the time, before I die, I'd like to get to all the ballparks that I can. Every every, every place that I visit, that's something that I try to do as I move around. Um, and that's just something that has been taken away from me. So. Again, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't take life for granted a lot of times because you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. And that's what it feels like right now. And I know those guys in the sports world are like, man, you know, I want this back. And me as a fan, I want it back as well. But I understand the safety of the people is number one. But yeah, baseball season would have started this week. We don't know where that's going to go. We don't know whether it's going to be shortened down um, or which way that, that that might be hanging. But um, we, we we will see in which direction they want to go. One of the topics I wanted to talk about on the baseball thing is it's, I think it's just not right. I think it's just absolute crazy. And I'm an Astros fan, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to throw my blah out there at you that I don't agree with. And it's like, well, if the season's not played in 2020, A.J. Hinch and Lin Howe, however you want to say his name, the, the general manager, it will count for them in their year of not being able to play or be involved with the team. To me, I don't agree with that. The play did not get to play because the players didn't want to play or there was a strike. This is a pandemic that happened that nobody expected to come across. And now you're going to let these guys get away with it. I don't agree with it. I think that they should be out past the 21 season. These guys don't belong in baseball anymore. When you are a manager or you are a GM, you are in charge of a team and you are in charge of doing it correctly, right, and with integrity. And they didn't do that. So they need to be charged a whole nother year if this doesn't get played out. And if it's a half a year, they don't get to come in uh, next year, they go half a year. And if they want to pick them up as a bench coach or whatever they want to do, the one year sticks is a one year of playing time. Playing time. This is garbage that you're going to sit there and you're going to say, well, they fulfilled the year. No, they didn't. No team played. How is that fulfilling? It's not being committed. You're allowing these guys to come back and get paid. No, they need to realize that they have done wrong. That goes for even the guy over Alex Cora. No, you've got to. It's insane that you would let them come back. Other than that, in the sports world, it's pretty, pretty low key. We haven't seen many things like this before. People not being entertained, people having to entertain themselves, people being quarantined, people being put in situations that they've never been put before in the United States. When we are a country that goes and fights for our money, works hard, and then we go out and we look to have fun. And we look outside in the streets and the streets are empty and can't enjoy that time. But there's one thing, guys, in this world that we can look at right now, is we can look at our family and we can spend time in those moments where we never really thought we had time, including myself as a military member. There are some times where I said, I wish I could do that. But these are the moments that we stick together as a family, friends, and so forth with keeping our distance, but still fulfilling the needs that we needed to do when we know we couldn't do them when we were. I wanna thank a lot of people around the world. It does take a lot and the people that are going out there and helping and giving a helping hand. It really shows what the world can be like, but we will get out of it and we will shine. I know it. Everything comes down, but it will go back up. And I promise you that. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your day. I hope you enjoy your families, guys. I am glad to be back. I'll be talking more about it since we are quarantined and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, don't have much to do. Uh, in our daily lives right now, but spend time with our family, but I can get some time to do it. And so it's a luxury talking about sports. I love it. It's one of my passions, um, as you can tell. But you guys have a wonderful night and God bless you. Thank you. Hi, and welcome to the Toro Show here on the 3rd of April, 2020. Hey, everybody. I know it's been a rough time and I haven't been around in a while, but I'm here live straight from the nation's capital. And I just thought I'd get back into doing this um, as everybody is going through uh, tough times. And, uh, you know, there's only so much um, you can do about watching reruns of sports. And uh, it kind of gets on your nerves because you already know what's going to happen because you've seen it 10 years ago and so forth of whatever year you're, you're going back to. And, you know, you just have to hit the rerun button. And uh, you're seeing that stuff, especially, of course, one of them was the Spurs uh getting beat to the Miami Heat. But uh there is some things and I hope you guys are enjoying your family. Uh this is a way to spend your time with it. I know that this is some times that are crazy and different, but um you know, uh we've never seen something like this. Um and it's it's really uh a little bit different. Um the only time I can think of something that happened uh this bad is uh probably 9-11 when I was in college at that point. But I hope everybody's getting along getting getting moving and trying to keep active. But um, as we move along with the show here, I just wanted to really just kind of get into some things. And I, you know, me and my opinionated it self wants to talk about, you know, some of the things that you know are going on in the sports world. Even though there's no sports and it's driving us nuts, including myself. There's just some things that I see and, and some things that I've been wanting to get out on in some certain situations um, with um, sports in general. Well, today I, I, I kind of want to hit on, you know, the Tom Brady uh, deal and how that that has changed the NFL a little bit and the way people are seeing a couple things moving um, in certain direction um, with him. But I have my take on it and what I feel um, that he did what he did and why he did it. Um, we're going to look at, at that and in really into depth um, as to why I think that this is what's going on and then what I see in the future for what he did um, and where he's going. Um. But to just hit on it really quickly, Tom Brady. Uh, nobody saw it coming. You know, 20 years in the NFL, that is a, 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 a thing uh, that is not really uh, common. Um, if you look at Troy Aikman, he never made it past 15 years. If you look at, you know, uh, different quarterbacks, Dan Marinos, stuff of that nature, they um, couldn't even withstand playing past 15 17 years, Um, and this is something that is is just crazy, and you come back, and you think, you know, he's going to get, um, how do I say it, Uh, fatter, out of shape, and whatnot, and it seems like Tom Brady just, whatever he's doing, he's with uh, sustaining the body of, you know, What it is to play now? Does that take away the fact that is he going down as we speak? Well, of course. I mean, Drew Brees is as well. If you want to compare those two, because those are the two active quarterbacks that have played the longest, and they're still playing at least for another year that we know of as of right now. And you know, the only thing that gets better for him is the longer, um, you know, he keeps playing. People keep putting it, oh, you know, he's not, he's not where he needs to be. But then he comes back and he has a year where. You know, he's decent, better than the the worst quarterback in the league. So when you look at the decision that he made to move to Tampa Bay, let's get started with why I feel he did it. And there's only one thing that I can think of that he did it. You get tired of the nonsense. And what that nonsense is, is Bill Belichick is probably the greatest coach. But my biggest thing is now what is going to be found is, is it Belichick or is it Tom Brady? And I think what he's trying to do is trying to take himself out of the picture so that he can sit there and say, okay, everyone says it's the system. I know I played 20 years here. I'm going to retire a Patriot no matter what. He's not going to retire a Buccaneer. Come on. He's not going to retire a Buccaneer. There is no way. But what happens is you've already won six titles here. You know what you can do. You know that there are certain things, and I'm going to hit on them, as to why he made the move. Now, first things first, I do agree. Him and Belichick, at the end of this thing, it was a, a thing of, you know, it, it, it gets to the point where, okay, is this Billy Chick's team or is this Tom Brady's team? It's like the LeBron and whoever coaching is whoever is coaching. And what's going on? But let's face it, I'll face it, Tom Brady is the best quarterback we've ever seen. You don't win six titles. And I'm going to explain why you don't win six titles out of nowhere. Okay. So I really feel he was like, hey, I've been dealing with these guys for the longest time. One. They never gave him a wide receiver that was worth a hoot. They never gave him one that was worth a damn. They gave him Randy Moss a couple of years and couldn't keep him. They, he's never had, he might have had a Wells Welker, but I believe Tom Brady made Wells Welker. The reason why he made Wes Welker and the reason why he's made Edelman is because he can throw the shorter passes more accurate. Tom Brady doesn't throw bombs down the field very much, and we all know that. And then they say, well, I question his arm strength okay, I'm going to get to the arm strength in a second. But well, my biggest thing is they never really gave him anything more. So what happens is he sits there and he says, okay, well, they're giving me these older receivers. They're giving me these problematic receivers like Josh Gordon. Come on, the guy's been on drugs every single time. They give him another chance. Give me a break. So Tom Brady sits there and he's like, man, is anybody going to ever like give me I'm the one declining here. Can you give me younger talent so that I can, you know, you just do what I need to do and, and stay above water? And you see that in the New Orleans Saints. You know, they've got the Mike Thomas. They've got this. So they bring in these younger assets. But they kept not bringing in these assets for them. So you've got to understand. You have the frustration with the whole check thing. And it's my way, the highway. And, 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 and you only can do so much. So it's like, okay, cool you know, what can I do? So I feel he moved to Tampa Bay, okay? And I'm going to get to the reasons why in Tampa Bay it could work out. I think this could be a good thing, okay? And those things are, when he walks into the situation in Tampa, compared to what he has in New England, Tampa Bay might have looked like garbage, right? But Why? You sit there and you say, they had Jameis Winston. He threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. It's unacceptable. When you come into this new system under Bruce Arians, and Bruce Arians is a good coach now. Now, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to say, he's, not as, he's probably not as talented as Bilicek, right? But the problem is, is you have to understand something. Bruce Arians was in the Colts organization when they had Tony Dungy. And they won that Super Bowl And Peyton Manning went all the way to the Super Bowl and so forth. So this guy knows how to run an offense and is going to get Tom Brady in the situation to be best for himself as well. So it might be a systematical thing, but now let's watch and say, let's take the system out of it from New England and let's put him in this situation. Now, the thing that's going to be crazy is this is probably going to be this Tampa team here is going to be good. Just with having Tom Brady in there, you're going to be good. And here's the reason why. You have Chris Goodwin, 1,333-yard receiver on one end. And you have another in Mike Evans out of Galveston, Texas, okay, Texas A&M Aggie, 1,113 yards. You have 2,000-yard receivers. Never has Tom Brady ever had this. Ever. Now here's the thing If they can find a good running game And he has those two receivers This could be a good match Better than what he's doing over there Because this is what happened The offense in New England was not doing very well They started off 8-0 And everybody's sitting there saying this And then all of a sudden it went downhill People got hurt There was no fill-in They were trying to bring in all these old receivers this, that, and, the other thing, and it just didn't work And Tom Brady, part of his decision was, if you're not going to bring me the talent, I'm going to the talent. I'm going to the talent. So there it is. And if they can get a good running back, either through the draft or get it through, you know, um, free agency, this is going to work. And then work on some pieces with being in the Tampa organization. Now, I'm going to tell you what I don't like is Saints have to see him two times. That's scary thought. Now... What I'm wanting to see is I'm ready to see him go under somebody else who is an offensive power and is a coach that kind of is decent. When Bruce Arians went to the Arizona, it, it, he, he did a wonderful job over there. He just couldn't get, you know, buy-in from the Cardinals organization to maybe get him those extra players he might have needed. And that could be the the, 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 the missing piece for Tampa, but I'm going to say Tampa Bay is going to be better than what they were. Hands down. Hands down. And I know there's people that sit there and they say, "Oh, well, I'm just not I'm not, you know, convinced about this. Him he's going to ruin his career. What has he done to not ruin his career? He's already done enough. He doesn't doesn't need anybody to tell him he's ruining his legacy. The legacy's already made. Now it's on him to do what he wants to do. And he said he wants to make younger talent better while he is declining in the situation. And Belichick didn't like it. And Belichick was the GM. And Belichick was the head coach. And nothing was going to happen. And we're not going to do this. And they didn't want to pay him the $35 million that he was wanting. And he said, I would take 25. And then they sat there and they dinked around and did all this stuff. And, and, and didn't get him what he needed to do. And he said, you know what? Let me consult with my family. And here's my second point. You sit there and you say, okay, I've lived in Massachusetts for how long ever, 20 years of my life. I was born and raised in Michigan area. And you're moving along and you're doing the things that you do on a daily basis. Well, you sit there and you say, okay, I'm getting older. And I speak to this from my point of view, going into what he's probably thinking. Cold environments as you get older are not very good on bodies. When you get up there, it hurts your bones, it hurts your body, the warmer climate is just better, it's easier for you to get up. It's like oiling the joints and oiling them with grease. You get that sweatiness going and so forth. And as he's getting older, he sat there and he turned to his family and he said, 20 years, Massachusetts, New England Patriots, I'm a patriot for life. Well, where can I go? where I can go to the talent and put myself and my winning ways into another team. And I really don't have anything to prove, but if I prove that I can win with the Buccaneers, I'll do it. So when the Buccaneers sat there and sought out him and said, hey, why don't you come over here? We will take you on for a one to two year contract. He sat there and turned to his family. His family was probably sitting there saying, you know what, Tom? I really don't think that I wanna live in Massachusetts. It's too cold and we need to start looking at retirement for ourselves. And I speak from this and from my mind is me getting ready to retire in about three to four years. I sit there and I say the same thing. I'm ready to be done with a cold environment. It hurts my body. I wanna wake up and I wanna know that I'm gonna have sun outside. I can go jump in a swimming pool. I don't have to wear 50 million clothes and I'm all clenched up from the cold. It was the time and I think the timing, the timing for him to be able to impress and and, and put his empowerment into younger kids and show them the ropes of what is needed to to be done moving along in his career and getting them up and rising. I think that was one. But I think the other part is, hey, it's time for us to think about where we're going to lay our roots. And this is where it's going to be. It's going to be in Florida. Now, that is just something that, you know, you sit there and you try to think. I mean, I know there's not people running and saying, When I get retired and I'm living in California, I want to go back to Massachusetts. That's where I want to retire. You do not see that. You rarely see it. I don't hear it. And I deal in the military with a whole bunch of different people. And I'm pretty sure that is the same for him. Will he still go up to Massachusetts and visit? Will he still be a legend there in in New England? Absolutely. This is not taking anything away from that. But there comes a time when you sit there and you say, where do I want to lay my roots? More retirement people live in the state of Florida than they do in Massachusetts or up north, period. Everything is somewhere in a warmer climate. Look up the numbers. It is not a joke. So when you sit there and you see that he's in a position with younger players at an older age, one, two, the location. The location is just what is right for him and his body and what his family probably wanted and knowing that. Now. The third thing that we can look at is this. If they get the right talent together and they can do this. If he can get them far into the playoffs and even win this thing. Out of probably him not even trying to do this. There's got to be something said for this man. Because it'll be someone who has done this that I have never seen be able to do it. Brett Favre almost did it. And that was almost take the Vikings to the Super Bowl, but he lost in the NFC Championship game. But being able to go to another team and be able to input himself, be the leader, but also bring people and empower them to be leaders as well and guide them to a championship. This is something that is going to be crazy. I, 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 will, I will tell you this right now. It'll be something that we've never heard of. It'll be something. That, and and, and you know, take LeBron out of the picture. LeBron had to go rob three championships and move over to Cleveland to do it. But where this guy's going is this guy's going from he was in the riches of the rich in New England. And now he's moving to a situation where Tampa Bay's been trash, garbage, whatever you want to call it. And now he's putting himself out there saying, I'm willing to move this and go try to end and, and put my my legend status on par with these other younger folks. And now you hear all across you hear all across the, the NFL, I want to go play with him. I want to go to Tampa Bay. I want to do this. I'll take less money. I'll go play with him. Because that is not what was allowed in New England. New England had to have the Billichick way. I want this player. This is what I'm going to do. This is how much I'm going to pay him. And when you have that much power, sometimes when your star player that has been your star player for 20 years is telling you something and you're not listening, well, they're going to leave. And that's what happened here. That, that's exactly what happened. Now, with that all being said, with that all being said, we won't know until it's played. We won't know until it's played. But mark my word, this has nothing to do with Tom Brady's status of a legend at all. He's a legend. He's a legend forever. Okay? So when you look at this, I really think in my honest opinion, I really think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to get in the playoffs and they could possibly make a deep run with the people that they have in the coaching staff that they have. So um, as we looked at this and, and, and the NFL and the way that it's going, he's also moving to the NFC where it's a little bit tougher. More teams are a little bit more gathered and not so separated. So that does take a factor into play as well. It's a little more gruesome playing more NFC teams than it was playing the AFC, and he was in a in a in a bracket that was a lot um, a weaker. You had the you know Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, and so forth in there. So you you sit there and you look around and 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 those things do play a factor in the way I think about it. But once you're a winner, you're always a winner. Um, and it might not work out, but these are the reasons, and this is why I saw that he did it. Some people were very upset, you know, he's ruining his legacy, he's doing, he's doing this because he, he, you know, he wants to prove something. No, he's not proving anything. He did it for reasons, and he's already said it. I want to be better for younger players, and two, I move because of my family. And they wanted the warmer climate and the retired environment of 20 years already playing. Other things going on in the uh sports world that are uh, just a little bit different is the basketball season's not playing. Everyone got stopped in the middle of it. You don't know whether LeBron and the AD was going to work out. Something that's going to be very interesting is to, you know, whether we're going to get to see this thing again and it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's all up for grabs. I had the Bucks winning it all. I really did. They were struggling there at the 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 end of um the whole coronavirus, you know, pandemic that was going on. And I just thought that they still had a better, well-rounded team, and I think Mark, uh, Mike Budenholzer um, was going to figure it out. Um, being under Pop a couple, a lot of those times, I think that he he's he's getting there. It took Pop a while to get into the status quo of being a championship coach because he was always under the hot seat. And Now he's considered, you know, the the um, upper echelon coach nowadays. I mean, before you know, Popovich was in there. It used to be the. You know the Pat Riley's, the 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 Phil Jackson's, and and all those other places, but but now I feel that Budenholzer, you know, going from Atlanta having a winning season just didn't have no back uh, backing with um, Atlanta. He's got more of a backing in Milwaukee, and 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 he goes in there and he's got two two sixty win seasons. Mark you right now he's got sixty wins already as we're in this pandemic. If they it, it even play again, and I just feel like they had the better well rounded team uh the the lakers had a have a great great like starting team but i just don't think that when it comes down to time of rest and stuff like that i believe that lebron you know going day in and day out every single day in a playoff scenario as old as he's been yet he didn't look like he was getting tired but a lot of times you know we saw when he played in senate when he played against san antonio he did get winded he was one of the ones that you know wasn't uh, hydrated well enough, and so forth, and then he collapsed in, in the in the championship in 2014. So you know, there's a lot of up in the air. I hope they get to play again, but I would still have the Bucks. But here's the thing that's going to happen with the NBA if it gets back up and running: is you've had this major pause. It's like almost starting the season all over again. We're at almost 30 days that this has been going on, and you come to this freak pause. So now it's almost like everybody's going to have to get to know each other again and and, and get back on the same page. Um, it's almost like starting a season again within a season, and it's it's going to be different. And I, I I will tell you this from experience of being a basketball coach and playing you know back in my high school days is basketball is all about knowing the people that are on the court with you at the same time. That's why there are certain. Um, rotations that the coach plays is because they know what's going to work and know where the people are going to be with the five that are on there defensively and offensively. So you know where the, the, the player spots are and what you need to do in those times. So again, everyone's going to have to find that. And it's all about finding that rhythm, finding that work and that teamwork within the team. So every team's going to have a hard time uh, dealing with that. One of the things that I just throw up on the air, I just throw this out there, is I would really say, let's not even, you know, let's leave it where it's at, even if it gets later in the time. We're already in April. The playoffs should be starting, this this not this weekend, but the following weekend. We would have had the playoffs starting. So what if we just did the playoffs, but every team gets to make it? We know they're not going to win, but we have one play uh, 16, and then one play 16, and and, and and we just move along with that. That way it gives everybody a fair chance to at least be able to make it through. But the problem is, is until we get down to the eight teams, it's a one and done, in other words, in this playoff game. So in other words, one plays 16, and that's just a one game playoff. Whoever wins, wins. And that's scary because the first place team could get knocked out. But the problem is, is this gives everybody a fair chance to be able to um, come come forth and have a legitimate thing where... It wouldn't say, oh, if we played this season, you know, we could have made it in there and we could have been seed whatever and we could have won. We don't want that. I don't want to see that. Uh, but, you know, it would be coming. So I think everybody should be able to play in, in the in the playoff until you get to the eight teams. Then you do it like you would for real. In other words, you would do your um, your uh, four out of seven and moving in, in the direction of the four out of sevens once you get down there. But it's one and one and done, one and done, one and done. And then you get to those. Brackets where it's 1-8-1-8 1-8, and move forward um, with both sides and best may the best team win. That way it makes it fair for everybody. I I, I don't know if that's what's something that you agree with, uh, but I I think it'd be fair and I think it would be something that the league should look into. Um, but again, it, it's going to be about getting it started back up and uh, they can't even practice right now, so they're probably you know rusty as so all get out already. It's good rest for some people like the older players like your LeBron James's and players. That have been in for quite a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, moving along with that stuff, I mean, that's where we're at with basketball and what I see. Um, you know, again, I had the Bucks winning it all again. And I said, man, they could probably play against the Lakers. But again, the West is so dominant and heavy. But, you know, it's, it's just um, something we would have to take in and, and, and do. Uh, this is a way that a, a sneaky team can get in if they play the season. And to me, right now, it's not looking too good for the season to even get going again. moving on we could talk a little bit about baseball baseball was supposed to have started this week we would have had the opening season here um and i was looking very i was looking i was looking forward to it i was um here i'm here in uh, washington dc and i was wanting to see the nationals play i've never been to their ballpark and this is going to be an opportunity for me until the pandemic hit you know so it's one of those things i I love baseball to death uh but then again i kind of look at it like it's a, a good thing I am an Astros fan and I have been um, very upset um, in the last uh, couple of weeks, you know, with all the stuff that's been going on with them and how they, they you know, they cheated their way um, through a lot of stuff. And I'm not a believer in that ever, ever, ever. I believe in doing it the right way. And the way that they did that was horrible and just asinine, um, just just complete, complete filth. And um, but the thing is, I'm just a baseball fan in general. I love a lot of different um uh, guys out there that play the game, and it's 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 just sad to see that we don't have a baseball season going through. And um, you know, uh, like I said, I was getting excited for it because I was going to be able to go to another ballpark. I tell myself all the time, before I die, I'd like to get to all the ballparks that I can. Every 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 place that I visit, that's something that I try to do as I move around. Um, and that's just something that has been taken away from me. So. Again, it's one of those things where, you know, you don't take life for granted a lot of times because you never know when it's going to be taken away from you. And that's what it feels like right now. And I know those guys in the sports world are like, man, you know, I want this back. And me as a fan, I want it back as well. But I understand the safety of the people is number one. But yeah, baseball season would have started this week. We don't know where that's going to go. We don't know whether it's going to be shortened down um, or which way that, that that might be hanging. But um, we, we we will see in which direction they want to go. One of the topics I wanted to talk about on the baseball thing is it's I think it's just not right. I think it's just absolute crazy. And I'm an Astros fan, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to throw my blah out there at you that I don't agree with. And it's like, well, if the season's not played in 2020, A.J. Hinch and Lin Howe, however you want to say his name, the, the general manager, it will count for them in their year of not being able to play or be involved with the team. To me, I don't agree with that. The play did not get to play because the players didn't want to play or there was a strike. This is a pandemic that happened that nobody expected to come across. And now you're going to let these guys get away with it. I don't agree with it. I think that they should be out past the 21 season. These guys don't belong in baseball anymore. When you are a manager or you are a GM, you are in charge of a team and you are in charge of doing it correctly, right, right. And with integrity. And they didn't do that. So they need to be charged a whole nother year if this doesn't get played out. And if it's a half a year, they don't get to come in uh, next year, they go half a year. And if they want to pick them up as a bench coach or whatever they want to do, the one year sticks is a one year of playing time. Playing time. This is garbage that you're going to sit there and you're going to say, well, they fulfilled the year. No, they didn't. No team played. How is that fulfilling? It's not being committed. You're allowing these guys to come back and get paid. No, they need to realize that they have done wrong. That goes for even the guy over Alex Cora. No, you've got to, it's insane that you would let them come back. Other than that, in the sports world, it's pretty, pretty low key. We haven't seen many things like this before. People not being entertained, people having to entertain themselves, people being quarantined, people being put in situations that they've never been put before in the United States. When we are a country that goes and fights for our money, works hard, and then we go out and we look to have fun and we look outside in the streets and the streets are empty and can't enjoy that time. But there's one thing, guys, in this world that we can look at right now is we can look at our family and we can spend time in those moments where we never really thought we had time, including myself as a military member. There are some times where I said, I wish I could do that. But these are the moments that we stick together as a family, friends and so forth with keeping our distance, but still fulfilling the needs that we needed to do when we know we couldn't do them when we were. I wanna thank a lot of people around the world. It does take a lot and the people that are going out there and helping and giving a helping hand. It really shows what the world can be like, but we will get out of it and we will shine. I know it. Everything comes down, but it will go back up. And I promise you that. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you enjoyed your day. I hope you enjoy your families, guys. I am glad to be back. I'll be talking more about it since we are quarantined and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, don't have much to do uh, in our daily lives right now. But spend time with our family, but I can get some time to do it. And so it's a luxury talking about sports. I love it. It's one of my passions, um, as you can tell. But you guys have a wonderful night and God bless you. Thank you.